Welcome to the EQFit Podcast. Our mission is to equip people to prosper in every aspect of their life. Whether you're at home or in the workplace, we explore practical ways of improving success, satisfaction, finding balance, and building enjoyable and beneficial relationships. Thank you for joining us. I get so many questions about pre-hire assessments. That may be because I've been using them and providing them for more than 35 years. Here are two statements that to me really stand out over that 35 years of using and providing pre-hire assessments to organizations and to my clients and people that I work closely with. Here's the first statement. Pre-hire assessments are the same information that you would learn about someone if you worked with them for a year. You just get to learn that about them before you hire them. The second statement is shorter, and I like it just as much. It's like getting hindsight in advance. Both of those statements are true. While we'll never be able to know everything about someone, a candidate, let's say, before we hire them, we really aren't going to know everything about them after we hire them either. There's a large portion of people's lives that we'll probably never get to know. But by using pre-hire assessments, we can gain valuable insights through validated and proven assessment tools that really provide a competitive advantage in the marketplace. Let me define pre-hire assessments. What do I mean by validated and proven assessments for hiring and selecting talent? Here are things that they are not. Number one, using one assessment only. There is no magic bullet out there. There is nothing that, that if you use that one thing, it's going to give you everything you need. It doesn't exist. Number two, using some free assessment you get off the internet. That is not what I'm talking about in a validated and proven pre-hire assessment. Number three, thinking that a personality or strengths-based assessment is going to tell you everything you need. It's really unfortunate that a lot of organizations have been sold a bill of goods that says basically all you need is this personality assessment or all you need is this strengths-based assessment. It doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? In the first place, personality assessments are not a primary predictor of success. As a matter of fact, emotional intelligence is two to four times a greater predictive of success. So why would we only use something that is a secondary predictor of success? Some may call me a purist about assessments. That's okay. I'm okay with that. I like to think, though, that the better word to describe me would be a realist. Having used psychometric tools for such a long time, and literally with thousands of people, I have learned what they can truly measure, and I've also learned what their limits are. When I create a pre-hire, or even a developmental 
assessment package for an organization, I start with understanding what they want to measure and how that impacts people, teams, culture, and the organization. So instead of starting with a predetermined assessment and then trying to make that work for whatever the need is, I start with what insights need to be gained to make the best possible decisions. The goal is to make the best people decisions that we can. I want to share a story with you, and this happened very recently. I was sitting with a group of leaders discussing what I do and the different assessments that I use. There were a lot of questions about how assessments can add value to the hiring process. One of the leaders is a longtime client of mine. When the other leaders learned this, they turned to him and they asked him about his experience. As you can guess, I was very interested in how he was going to respond. What he said was not what I expected. It was even better. Here's what he said. The one time we did not use Steve's assessments, it came back to bite us hard. How can you get a better testimonial than that? This is usually the time I want to express a bit of a disclaimer. And I think it's important and I want to do the right thing by people. Number one, you have to ensure that pre-hire assessments are legal and within hiring regulations in your geographic area. Having said that, there are very few places in the United States and really in the world where this is not the case, where it's not legal and or uh, right within guidelines to use pre-hire assessments. Pretty much all over the United States, these can be used with a few locations that are exempted. It's pretty easy to search this on the internet if you're interested, so feel free to do that. Or contact someone like myself who can help you walk through that and figure out, can we use pre-hire assessments in our geography? Number two, if you're adding pre-hire assessments to your hiring process, number one, ensure that they're role appropriate and that you use them consistently, this is the second thing in that statement, in the hiring process going forward. So make sure they're role appropriate and that you use them consistently. That's going to keep you within guidelines. And then the third thing to think about, never make an employment decision based on only one factor or only one piece of information. The best practice hiring processes include resume qualification, interviews, and I recommend multiple interviews, and assessments. What are good pre-hire assessments? Think of how you would go about making an important decision. What types of information would you need to have to make that important decision? Well, the same concept and approach applies to pre-hire assessments. 
a good pre-hire assessment package should include things like using only validated and proven assessments. What's the difference? Validated means it's scientifically validated. Proven means it works for the situation that you want it to work for. It gives you the kind of information that you need, the type of insights that you need, so that that will help you in your decision-making process. A good pre-hire assessment package also has a minimum of two assessments. Why is that important? Because the only legal cases that have been litigated against using assessments in the hiring process, the only ones that have been successful that I am aware of, and I do want to state that, these are just the ones that I'm aware of, have used one assessment and used it inappropriately. And there's just no need to do that. When you use multiple assessments and interviews and resume qualification and whatever else you add to your hiring process, then you're never going to get caught making an employment decision with just one element. And we would never want to do that anyway. Here's another thing that is included in a good pre-hire assessment package. It can be customized depending on the role, the culture, and the needs of the team or the organization. When someone tries to tell you that their one assessment or their set assessment package is exactly what you need for every situation, that's when you need to start looking at them with a little skepticism because, as you know, not everything is is going to be right coming out of one tool. So, you know, many people in the assessment world are kind of like everything's a nail because all they have is a hammer. Well, that's just not the case. And especially when we're making critical life decisions for people about employment, about leadership, about growth, about development, we need to be able to customize our assessment packages to meet those needs. And that's what a good assessment package does. And then the next one can be used past just the hiring process. Can it be used for onboarding? Can it be used for coaching? The data and the insights that you're getting out of this assessment package should be able to be used for other things. Onboarding, coaching, even development of the candidate after they're hired. This may seem overwhelming, but it's not. There are people like me who can help you walk through the assessment landscape and help you create real value and real return on investment through your hiring process. As a matter of fact, I have a term that I use. I call it hire for the right fit, or it's the real terminology I use on the website is EQ fit, fit hiring, finding ideal talent. That's what fit stands for. It means don't hire to just a good fit, hire for the right fit. And for more on this, you can go to my YouTube channel, look up the playlist that 
talks about EQ Fit Fit hiring. There's five different videos in that playlist that will walk you through kind of a best practices hiring process. So what can you learn from pre-hire assessments? I th- that was a question that I got from those leaders. What can we learn if we do pre-hire assessments on candidates? Well, let's start with, have you noticed something about candidates? They're getting better at creating resumes. They're getting better and better at interviewing. I have. I've done thousands of candidate interviews in my lifetime. As good as my interview skills are, I still rely on assessments to get behind the mask because everybody puts on the mask when they come to an interview process, whether it's phone or, or online through Zoom or Skype or something, or whether it's in person. Everybody puts on their best behavior and their best mask when they come to an interview. And getting behind that mask and really understanding who that person is and how they're going to show up in the workplace, that's the differentiator in good assessments. That's what they can do for us. We need those better insights so we can make the best decisions possible. So what can we learn in pre-hire assessments? Well, it's quite a list, to be honest about it. We can learn their preferred work style and their communication style how they like to communicate. We can learn their leadership competencies. We can identify their fit to the culture of the organization. We can understand how their brain processes information. We can identify their probable behavior patterns in the workplace. We can identify their level of soft skills and how equipped they are with different soft skills. What are soft skills? They're thinking skills, decision-making skills, interpersonal communication skills, professionalism, leadership skills and competencies, relationship building skills. There's a lot of soft skills that are really important to predicting success in a candidate. We can look at competency and selected hard skills. There are many hard skills assessments out there that will help us understand how good their welding skills are, how good their computer skills with a specific type of software are, or even programming skills. Many, many different types of hard skills out there. We can understand how they show up to influence other people. There, I've created an assessment called the EQ Fit Sales Profile that shows how salespeople are showing up in eight different success factors to influence other people. And that has become incredibly helpful for salespeople and sales teams to develop and equip themselves to better influence uh, the buying process. We can figure out what motivates people and what demotivates them. We can learn that through pre-hire assessments. And we can identify their level and competency in critical skills like self-awareness, self-management, and self-direction. Let me ask a question here. If you knew these things about a candidate before you hired them, 
how helpful would that be for you to make your best decision, especially if you have multiple candidates for the same position? Probably a lot. It would probably help you a lot in selecting the best fit candidate. Nope, let me rephrase that. The right fit candidate for your position. Most people, including HR professionals, do not know what is possible with assessments. Most of the major corporations that I know of use some form of pre-hire assessment. That should tell us something. So let's shift our focus to the value and the return on investment if you decide to use pre-hire assessments or upgrade what you're already doing. I know turnover is a sore subject for many organizations. Back to my story about the different leaders that I was sitting down with and talking about assessments, one of the leaders asked the entire group, who in this room has made a bad hire in the last 12 months? Can you guess how many raised their hands? Every single leader in that room indicated that this has happened to them in the past 12 months. The cost of turnover has been calculated to be somewhere between 30% and 200% or more of the annual compensation for the role where someone was hired and did not work out. This doesn't even take into account the opportunity cost, what was lost in opportunities because it was a bad hire. Well, enough of focusing on the negatives. Let's turn to the positives here. The right pre-hire assessment package brings the following value and return on investment. Reduced turnover and the related cost, more rapid onboarding of the new hire, reaching productivity more quickly with the new hire, better integration into the team and the organization, enhanced profitability, greater predictability of success, the ability to create a success pathway for the new hire using what you've learned in the assessment data. And these are just a few of the positives that we can get out of a pre-hire assessment package that is customized to learn what we need to learn for that role, for that culture, for that team, for that organization. Hindsight in advance. I love that phrase. I recently asked a group of people what their biggest challenges were related to hiring people. And then somebody came right back at me and asked me if I had a crystal ball to help them predict the success of people they wanted to hire. In a manner of speaking, I do. And we do. They're called pre-hire assessments. Are they 100% accurate in predicting the success of a candidate in a role? No. Nothing is perfect in this world. But let me ask you this. If you can increase your successful hire rate and reduce your bad hires by 20 to 60%, would that be worth it? 
It has been for many of the people I work with. Thank you for joining us for this episode. If you have any questions about this week's episode, or maybe a suggestion for future episodes you'd like us to explore, please contact us through our website at eqfit.org. For more information and inspiration, connect with us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube at EQFit.